Good afternoon, church family and viewing audience. I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. Thank you so much for joining me in this midweek fill-up known as Midweek Manna. Let me open up with a word of prayer and then we will get right to the Word of God. Let us go to the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, as we move through this week, to the Sabbath day of Sunday, O oh God, we will celebrate, Lord, in a big way, the baptism of our Lord Sunday, O oh God. Bless that service from start to finish. Bless, Lord, this holy moment of midweek manna this day, Lord, from start to finish. Lord, may we praise you and glorify your name each and every day. In Jesus we pray. Amen. Uh, church, I am turning now to the Gospel of Mark, so if you have your Bibles open, please go there now. Mark chapter 1, verses 9 through 11, about the baptism of Jesus. Hear now this Gospel text. One day Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee, and John baptized him in the Jordan River. As Jesus came up out of the water, he saw the heavens splitting apart and the Holy Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice from heaven said, You are my dearly loved Son, and you bring me great joy. This is the Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. So I wanted to offer a, a reflection about, uh, about this text, and we'll uh, explore it further on Sunday. And just like that, as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Holy Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved, with you I am well pleased. Those are the focus verses for uh, this afternoon and certainly for Sunday, uh, verses 10 and 11 from the first chapter of Mark. And we are off just like that. Just like that, within a couple of verses in the Gospel of Mark, we are plunged into Jesus' ministry. There's no long theological prologues, no genealogies, no Mary, no Joseph, no angels, no shepherds, or wise men. Within the space of just a few sentences, Jesus arrives at the Jordan as an adult. He's baptized, and then he's immediately wandering in the wilderness, struggling against the powers of temptation that are put forth by the devil. No time for a reception, or time to visit with family, or time to consider and think about all that has happened. Jesus is baptized. The heavens are ripped, the Spirit descends, He hears the voice, and He is out into the wilderness and beyond. Just like that. Now the heart of this brief episode occurs in verse 10 and 11, just as Jesus emerges from the water. Let's just take a closer look at the text here. The heavens are torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove. The Greek here is even more violent. In fact, the heavens are ripped apart. 
it says. The word used will appear only one other time in the gospel, and this time at the moment that Jesus dies on the cross when the curtain of the temple is ripped. The prophet Isaiah pleads with God, Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down. That scripture reference is Isaiah 64, 1. And here the prophecy is fulfilled. Jesus has ripped open the heavens and has come down to dwell among God's people on earth in the form of the Spirit. The temple curtain is ripped because God no longer will be separated from human beings. God lives, in fact, among his people. The ripping, or the ripping rather, the ripping open of the heavens then makes possible the bestowing of the Spirit of God on Jesus. Beautiful imagery there. Secondly, you are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. Did Jesus know who he was in relationship to God before his baptism? This is a statement then of identity. Jesus is God's beloved son. This is also a statement of unconditional acceptance. Now make this note. Jesus has done nothing yet. Jesus has not yet accomplished anything. Jesus has not even contended with the powers of temptation. This, in fact, comes after these verses. In fact, this event, these words, make it possible for Jesus to enter into ministry. This story, like all other stories from the Gospel, are about more than just a biographical recounting of an event in Jesus' life. The Gospel stories are proclamation, and all have something to say to us about our lives in Christ and our own calling and following known as discipleship. We are all called, we are all baptized, we are all sent forth. We are reminded that God has ripped the heavens open. God has ripped apart the temple curtain. And God continues to dwell among us. God is not remote or distant or confined even to one holy place. God lives where? Among his people. And the gift of the Holy Spirit is given to all who are baptized. You have been given the gift of the Spirit in your own baptism. And the words spoken are for each of us as well. You are my son. You are my daughter. With you, I am well pleased. Spoken to each of us before we have done anything, because God's love and acceptance of us is not contingent on anything that we do. It's not based on behavior. We are accepted and loved on the basis of who we are. This is no mere affirmation. This is not a pat on the back or a attaboy, good job, from God. There's a place for that, of course. But this acceptance goes deeper than just a superficial affirmation. Jesus had not done anything, and neither had most of us 
when we were baptized, whether that was as an infant or as a teenager or even as an adult. This is, in fact, unconditional acceptance. This is God saying to you, to me, I love you, you are my beloved, I am well pleased with you, nothing you do will ever alter this fact. But the story doesn't end there. The, this is only, in fact, the beginning, as it is for each and every one of us who claim Christ as Lord in our lives. We too are called, we too are sent forth from the font to bear the light of Christ's unconditional love and grace. Like Jesus, we are empowered to move forward in our lives, contending with temptation and encountering all kinds of situations. We are to have the opportunity then to bring the light of Christ to the world to our neighbor. Therefore, baptism is more than a private family event. Baptism provides the foundation of our faith. For in baptism, we are accepted and loved by God and called and sent forth to bear the light of His love and of His grace to the world. So, then since this is such an important part of our faith, we must do this. We must remember our baptism. We must remember it and remember it often. It's not a one and done deal. So we will have the wonderful opportunity this Sunday to remember our own baptism. In the United Methodist Church, uh, we believe this, that once you are baptized, we recognize that as God's grace working and moving in your life. You do not have to be rebaptized in the United Methodist Church. So we will have bowls that are filled with water come Sunday. I'm going to invite you during the invitation to come up and dip your hand into the bowl, place it, sprinkle it on your forehead as a way of remembering your own baptism, whether that was an event that happened in your adult life, in your teenage years, or as an infant. We all can remember in that meaningful way our baptism, the grace of God, the beginning of the Christian journey. It'll be a, a spiritual moment. I'm very excited about it, and we can do that um, during our live worship service. For our viewing audience, uh, let, me, let me recommend uh, that you do this. Take your own bowl of water, and I'll have a time uh, during the service this Sunday when I will invite you as well to remember your baptism. And I'll say a special prayer for those who are not going to be able to be here, but who are going to be at home doing the same spiritual Ritual. So, baptism of our Lord Sunday will be our main thing. Let me close with a word of prayer. Let me just take a, a personal moment. I'm going to put on my dad hat for a moment. I'm going to ask for your prayers. Our uh, third uh, child, Noah, is going to be having tonsil and adenoid removal surgery. 
and I, I'm asking for your prayer. Of course, this is a recorded service, so by the time you watch this, uh, Noah would have already had his surgery. So I'm just going to ask for your prayers for a speedy uh, recovery uh, and that all goes well and he goes back to uh, being his uh, screaming, lawless Viking self very quickly. So I would appreciate your prayers. Thank you very much for doing that. Uh, and come Wednesday afternoon, all should be well and, and good and on the road to recovery. Thank you for hearing me out on that and for praying. Let me pray for all of us now. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, O oh God, we, Lord, love you. We love you, O oh God. We are here to uh, worship, uh, to serve, and to uh, love you right back uh, in the ways that we love one another, our neighbor, Lord. Uh, in this new year of 2021, Lord, I pray that we can start it off right uh, in your word, in prayer, Lord, and certainly uh, guided and, and open, Lord, to the power, Lord, to the movement of the Holy Spirit. Guide us in every way, O oh God, for this baptism story is our baptism story, Lord. This is your very voice saying, My child, I am well pleased with you. I hope we know that. I hope, Lord, that we embrace that good news. Lord, bless us, guide us, and we're thankful, Lord, for your Son, Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. Folks, you have a wonderful day. Take care. God bless you. And I will see you next week for next Wednesday's Midweek Manna. God bless you.